Attention, please be advised. The following episode contains spoilers. Don't say we didn't warn you. When she's wet, when she goes under yeah. water and stuff. Oh, she's going to come good, up. Good save, good save. Let me. When she's wet, I mean underwater. Well, good save, good save, good save. Nice. Nerd on. What's up, everyone? Welcome to Nerd On, the podcast you didn't need but deserve. Where all levels of nerd are welcome. Yes, you even are. Even if you are going to Zalem or you're not going to Zalem. Or yeah. your body parts are made from another girl's body. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> uh, today we are talking about Alita, Battle Angel, in a spoilerful discussion, probably the biggest live action manga adaptation America has ever produced. Yeah. In this show, we will guess that grump. And then go over our initial reactions and then go into some info of the film, such as the brief synopsis, the history, Mm -hmm. as well as the production. And then we actually get to our meat and potatoes of the show, our favorite parts, favorite characters, our qualms, and then we're going to rate. And if we have some time at the end, we're going to gush. Oh, yeah. Mm. This is our new uh, updated format. So please let us know at the end if you do like that. Yeah. Yes. Uh, And so uh, to get into it, my name is Tom and I'm accompanied by Ali. Caitlin. I'm Corey. And I am Josh. And this episode is brought to you in part by our patrons over at Patreon. Patreon, Patreon uh, is, is a membership service that allows you to support your favorite character characters. Yeah. Like us. Like favorite us. Characters. Characters. Favorite creators <laughs> like us Character for creators. as little as a dollar. As little as a dollar, you can support Nerd On. One fifth of a cup of coffee. Mm-hmm. And you can get bonus episodes. You got a Discord community. You have all sorts of good stuff. So uh, just check it out. Patreon.com backslash Nerd On TV. Yeah. Nice. And so that's the housekeeping. Yes. Housekeeping over. Short and sweet. And since this is an episode that we can uh, rate. It's a completed series. A completed something. series. This yeah. brings us to our first segment where we can guess yes, that grump. She's dun, an angel, dun, but she's dun, also a battle dun, 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 she's a I'm not even going to participate no, in that. That was my hero no. part of the movie. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> that was enough. Was that solo? <laughs> For everyone at home, if this is your first time uh, listening to our show or watching it, then uh, just know that at the end we do a rating, and it's a scale out of one out of five, one being the lowest, five being the highest. And whoever picks the lowest rating, no matter how high the number is, you are the grump of that week. Mm-hmm. And so if you're Ali, it doesn't have Batman, it's lower than a four. If you're Kaylin, you like the thing. Then you typically like put it as a five. Yeah, probably yeah. so. So even if you're a four point nine, if everyone else did five, you're the grump. Yes. Sorry. Yeah. And we encourage everyone at home to play along. So uh, send Write us what you down. think uh, of the, of the movie Which at one out of five. We have had four point nine grumps. Yes, yes we, we have. have. So it's not and, unheard of. And also send us who you thought would have been the grump, and then you'll get a spoiler at the end of the episode. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, since I explained, I'll go first, and I will guess Corey. Okay. Uh, huh. I will guess Caitlin. <gasps> How rude. I also guess Corey. Oh. <laughs> I feel like you just did that just to spite him. Yeah. Probably a little bit. But yes. I'm going to guess Caitlin, so she can't spite me. You oh, and me wow. going down together. <laughs> <laughs> two on Corey, two on Caitlin. I'm going to go with Tom. Okay. That's my wild card. Wow. Wow. Nice. You might want to take that card back, but okay. Uh, that uh, <laughs> All the votes are in. And uh, now for our spoiler of our guest that grump, yeah. our initial reactions. Just Right into the spoiler of what we just guessed. <laughs> yes. So you, just, write down whatever your choice was for guess yeah, that grub because thing. we're gonna ruin in it defense, right now. 
Some people have been like, oh, I fucking love this. This was great. And then they just totally shit on it That's like, true. later on. Yeah. So who knows? It is possible for it not to be a spoiler. And That's so true. for, for our initial reactions, what do you guys think? Um, anyone? Anyone jump yeah. in? Um, I will say that I really enjoyed it a lot. Um, there were some things that we'll get into later, but I watched it and I was entertained. And I'm glad that yeah. I saw it twice. So yeah, hmm. I out. agree. Uh, Weta Digital kills it every time like these are the guys who did lord of the rings which is like my favorite franchise but they also did you know like avatar and they unfortunately did the hobbit um but they've done a lot like a lot of the marvel movies are also in, in partnership with weta and yeah. i think they just make things that shouldn't look real real like her her face comprehensively should not look her pop of real face. well it's like tom her said, head is so big yeah tom tom was like there's cgi and then there's the good CGI. Then there's good CGI. The and good, I told good. Tom going yeah. in, I was like, I'm so nervous because like a big qualm for mine, if you go back and listen to the Ready Player One episode was the fact that there was so much CGI that it yeah. hurt my brain. Right. Yeah. Um, but they they killed it. They were they were great. Uh, um, it looked it looked beautiful. I agree yeah. with that. Um, I had a I had a fun time watching the movie. It was really enjoyable. A lot of a lot of really fun parts. Um, but yeah, the CG was the thing was that impressed me the most. Mm-hmm. Uh, but it still didn't impress me enough because, as we'll get into in a moment, I don't think. What well, I don't know. I want to go back to our uh, Infinity War episode and t- see how much we talked about the CG in that. Yeah. Because I don't. I feel like if you don't talk about the CG, it's really, really good. Yeah. You know. And yeah. And the fact that it's sort of like on our forefront of our brains. I don't know. Oh, like we're we'll, sensitive we'll to it. Yeah, yeah. 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 Okay, Caitlin. I every time I've had someone ask me, "Oh, you saw Alita? How was it?" My response always starts off with, it's really hard to translate manga, anime, stories to movies. It is. And I feel that that is true for this as well. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't regret seeing the movie. I really liked it. Um, I chose wisely. (laughs) But, uh, Uh but, but it does, it does have some, it's breaking some new ground with what it's doing. Yeah. So I'm not opposed. I liked it. I like the movie. Mm-hmm. Someone's got um, a trailblaze. Someone's got yeah. a trailblaze. Yeah. So. What about you, Tom? And it was uh, pretty. <laughs> I fucking love this movie. Yeah. I I was like really like super scary. I remember like looking on IMDb when it first like was like announced, and this was like back in the day when like The Rock was supposed to be Johnny Bravo, and so I was like, yeah. there's so many like this has been like in James Cameron style like been in, like announced for ten Wait. years. Yes, the Rock was going to be Johnny Bravo. Are you serious? And that was going to be. That, so how do we get that to happen now? Uh, Tom, very important question. Answer the question. Uh, Ted Turner's company needs to figure that shit out. Let's start uh, a Twitter Ted. poll. <laughs> Ted, uh, we, but please. yeah, and so I've been, you know, I'm a big anime fan and manga fan and all that stuff. And so this what? was this, yeah, this was very important for me uh, to watch this and see something that was like a really, really as true as it can be for an American audience. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, because the thing is, that you could be true and it just doesn't translate. Yeah. But then you could, you could do this and then it translate well. Well, there's always, you have, like, it's a different medium. Yeah. It's the same thing translating a book to a movie or mm-hmm. a movie to a TV show or a movie to a, but like, it's going to change you're because something. the way you're yeah. intaking information is different as well. Yeah. Because yeah. um, you're not reading it. So you, they have to find, when you translate a book or manga or whatever you want to a movie, you have to walk that line of, will this work in this medium, even though it works well here? Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Adaptations are tough. I mean, I, I read something that was saying that it was a good adaptation. I think on, it's a good adaptation. A, like it was... 
But that doesn't make it a good movie. No, I, I understand you know that. I mean? Yeah, I'm that's, just, that's my point. On the adaptation yeah, yeah. point. No, I agree. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I really, I really liked it, and I and I would watch it again and again and again. That's how and I feel again. about it. And so, Ollie, you fucked up. Uh, <laughs> I did. Uh, so that tells us pretty much how our ratings are going to go. Um, but some information. We're going to go do a brief synopsis. Mm-hmm. Uh, really quickly, uh, so we have a little bit more time at the end of the show to talk about it. Uh, it starts out in the year 2563, yep. 600 years or 300 years after the fall of man. And we have Before a pro- the fall. Yeah, we have Dr. I, uh, Dyson Ito going through the scrapyard that uh, has the, the fallen pieces of Zalem, which is this elevated heavenly like city the, that the last yeah. floating city yeah it's like heaven that's uh above iron city which most of the film takes place in all the film takes place in and he finds uh the bust and head of alita and later on builds her uh, uh, gives her a suit she discovers she's amnesia gives her a body rather gives her a body um she has no memory of anything that's going on so she has to figure out what life is like and the film goes through you know pretty he quickly gives her the name alita gives her the name alita and uh I'm going to use the Ollie term. Uh, life development ensues. <laughs> uh, she meets a boy. Wow. She finds out what the city revolves around, which is motorball. She sees how there's it's lawless. There's no more cops, bounties, bounty hunters. And she becomes a hunter warrior, bounty hunter. Finds out Dr. I- uh, Dyson Ito is one. She finds out that her body, or she came from Zalem, which is like the, he- again, coveted city, um, which has ERM technology, which is the United Republic of Mars uh, technology. And so mm-hmm. she's like, Next gen technology. She has enough power to power the city for years. Just in her heart alone. In her heart alone. She finds a berserk battle suit, which is from the uh, from the book. Um, that is pretty much her final form, her perfect form, which yeah. she is pretty much the high, the, the most highest trained assassin warrior fighter um, during the fall during the big war. Yeah, and uh, uses a fighting technique called Panzerkunst, um, which was mentioned very quickly in the beginning of the book and uh later on finds out that people do do shitty things and she breaks she you know she has sad moments and her boyfriend's killed people betray people <laughs> and and she and people kill people for no goddamn reason uh pretty much at the end leaving us with um a battle hardened a more mature adult alita about to get her way sent to zalem to fight nova mm-hmm. who has been the uh, presence-like antagonist throughout the entire film. They're taking quite a big chance of assuming that there's going to be a sequel. Yeah. They took it, a big yeah. chance. Very it's, big chance. Yeah. It's kind of, it's funny with Robert Rodriguez directing the film. Uh, it's like Sin City 2, we didn't need that. This, yeah. we need the sequel yeah. and hopefully you get it. Yeah. yeah. Um, and hopefully it's not 15 years later like it was with Sin City. Yeah. Uh, so a, bit, a little bit of the historical reverence of the of the. Source material. Um, the book has been, I don't know, it's been like widely awarded. It's pretty much like, uh, I would say, like Akira in terms of like groundbreaking. And ha- it's it's the animation style is very nice and sweet, but pretty much it's, it's a legend. And people have been wanting to get this adaptation made for a long, long time. Um, I remember when I was like really young, I would see like pages of this on like GeoCities or GeoCities. Actually, this yeah, works out perfectly. I There's do. a quote on the back. By is from James Cameron that says, just a great kick-ass story. Yeah. Um, there you go. <laughs> Thanks, and it, James. And it plays... I think I'll produce it is the part that's not on Yeah. There. And it plays very shonen-like where there's just a lot of action, you know, freak of the week, and things happen there. Um, but yeah, it kind of toes the line in between what Ghost and Shell did where it like, talks about humanity and, you know, what does it mean to be human in a cyber cyberpunk world. Um, and then now to the uh, production of the film. Yeah. So it's distributed by 20th Century Fox, 
directed by Robert Rodriguez, who is best known from El Mariachi, from Dust Till Dawn, The Faculty, Spy Kids, Sin City, and Machete. Mm. Machete. Um, Producer James Cameron, um, who did Terminator Mm. 1 and 2, Aliens, Avatar, Titanic. I think it was Corey who said it. Of course he did this movie, or he had to make this movie Alita because... Oh, Oh. that wasn't me. Uh, Lando, one of the other producers, was like, well, of course we have to call it Alita Battle Angel because Cameron only does A and T movies. Mm-hmm. Because so. the the real the, <laughs> the real titles of all of his movies Battle Angel Alita. Yeah, the real adaptation to American. The the name in Japanese is completely different. Uh, other producer John Lando, who did Honey I Shrunk the Kids, Dick Tracy, and yes. then the rest of the James Cameron films. Mm-hmm. Um, David Valdez, who's the executive producer, who did Pale Rider, Unforgiven, Line of Fire, Green Mile, Book of Eli, I Am Number Four, Beautiful Creatures, Transcendence, and the Point Break remake. Oh, shit. So, you know, he's doing some things. He's, he's, he's got some work. Some things. He's, things. he's done a few things. Uh, David Womack, who's the associate producer, hasn't done a, a lot of other credited things, but is the associate producer of this film. Writers James Cameron did the screenplay. Uh, Laeta Kalogridis, uh, who did Birds of Prey TV show, Night Watch, which I love that movie. It's a Russian film. Nice. Uh, Shutter Island, Terminator, um, Altered Carbon, and mm. is oh, wow. announced to do an, a sword art online TV adaptation. Live action? Live action. Uh, Robert Rodriguez also worked on the screenplay. Um, And then the book by uh, Yukito Kishiro. I'm looking at Caitlin as if hopefully she... Yukito Kishiro. There you go. Uh, Who did the book? Um, The cast, Rosa Salazar, who plays the titular character. Snaps. Um, (laughs) Who is uh, Maria in American Horror Story. Mm -hmm. Uh, (laughs) been, Been in a lot of college humor and UCB. Of shorts hmm. and is the voice of Copperhead in Arkham Origins and most notably seen in the Maze Runner franchise. Mm-hmm. Uh, Christoph Waltz has been acting in the 70s since the 70s. He, he makes sure he says that in every interview. The, yeah, yeah. The Dr. everyone Edo? thinks he just came about yeah. as in Glory the, with Inglorious Bastard. I thought you were going to talk about Hugo next, so I was really like, he's been acting for how no. long? <laughs> he made a deal uh, with he's the He's 100 devil. years old. Yeah. <laughs> like, uh, God, he looks that way. He's in, he, I fell in love with uh, Christoph Waltz and Inglorious Bastards. As yeah. you do. As, did, as you do. Uh, Django Unchained, Legend of Tarzan, uh, and then the Zero Theorem. I pretty much like him in anything that he does. Yes. Uh, mm-hmm. Jennifer Connelly. Uh, who was in Labyrinth, oh. Beautiful Mind, Requiem for a Dream, and is the voice of Karen, the voice He's of in- Car- a Spider- Spider-Man's Spidey suit. Yeah. He's in Beautiful Mind. She was in Hulk. She, she is the wife. Jennifer Connelly. Oh, she- oh, 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 we <laughs> moved on. I'm yeah, sorry. Hulk. Oh, yeah, whatever. Um, and the Mar- Incredible Soul. <laughs> Mar- Marsha yeah. Ali, who's in The Hunger Games, House of Cards, where I fell in love with him there, uh, Moonlight, where he got the Academy oh. Award, and Luca Kage. And Luke hopefully, Cage. and hopefully, in the future, Blade. Blade. <laughs> <laughs> oh my a, god! I hope there's a petition for that already. Because <laughs> Josh's face just yeah. looks yeah. So well, because hard. recently I've really fallen in love with him. Oh like, man! In anything that he yeah. does. And and since Moonlight, like I didn't I would, see him before Moonlight, but since Moonlight, I've watched everything. If his name's in it, I'll go watch it. And I leaned to Tom watching the movie, and I was like, Why hasn't he played yet? Uh, and then Ed Screen who is now the Biff of every Hollywood movie, uh, who was Francis in Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Uh, he was in Game of Thrones. He was the first uh, original main writer, but then he left to do Deadpool. Uh, and those are the his main roles. Yeah, <laughs> um, He's good at what he does. Yeah, The running time is two hours and two minutes. Budget was $200 million. 178 was in production. 30 million, million was in uh, marketing. You forgot Ed Norton. <laughs> <laughs> you know, if he delivers a line, then maybe... Here's an yeah, extra. Sure. Um, 
And its opening weekend is at 137 million. So we'll probably see it get its money back, but I don't think it's the opening weekend that they would have wanted. Yeah. Um, probably not. Rotten Tomato score, when I first checked on Friday, it was 53. Now it's a 60%. Hmm. Counting this is the week after opening weekend. So 60% Rotten Tomato score. And that is all of the information that we go over before. The infos. Yeah, there you go. You our did meat it. potatoes of our show. All you the did stuff. It. It's a lot of facts and figures. Yes. Yeah. So want to get into the fun part? Yeah. Favorite parts? Yeah. Always. I, down. I actually wanted to give a shout out to Weta Digital because there were some other movies I wrote down that stood out to me. Mostly District 9. Uh, uh, yeah. Man of Steel. <laughs> Man of Steel. Deadpool 1 and 2. And King Kong. And they've been around wow. since 1993. Well, they're created for Just shout out to them. Yeah. Well, yeah, essentially, yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, I have a few favorite parts I'd like to talk about. Uh, Like uh, really simple things. So, like that part where she goes underwater to go into the ship. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Yeah. They're all waiting on land. Like, how long can she hold her breath? The little subtlety I noticed that I loved is when she comes back. No, when she comes back up, she doesn't like go, (sighs) she just goes, (sighs) yeah. So she could have held her breath. Like for for hours, easily. For yeah. ever. Um, they, and just that little subtle thing of like making sure, because of, of course they had to record that and they had to record, yeah. you know, probably ADR that sigh. And it was just like a very intentional little detail that I loved that just gave you an idea of, of who she is. What were you going to say, Tom? Sorry. I was like, they actually do that in uh, most recent Superman comic books. They mentioned like, does he breathe in space or does he not need to breathe? He holds his breath. Oh, in space. What? Wow. Oh my God. I didn't know that. So he could fly across the universe holding his breath. Uh, that makes me all right. Okay. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Um, uh, motorball seems dope. Yeah. Like, I would watch you that. Know what's, it was funny. I was watching the beginning part. I was like, of course, there's athletic kids who are ma- mainly non white people yeah. <laughs> who are like on rollerblades and doing this cool sport. I was like, go on. I'll talk about it in my part. But yeah. yeah. Uh, that scene. Wasn't my favorite, but uh, the, the actual motorball. the actual motorball was like so fun to watch, and yeah. so well then, especially I mean, obviously, especially the one that she's in, where it's mm-hmm. not really motorball, but like mm-hmm. seeing her just be badass and handle everyone and just fine yeah. while moving at like, high speeds, yeah. killer, just absolutely stellar. Cutthroat um, Tuesday. <laughs> I just I I really liked her as a character. I thought Rosa did so well. Like she carries such a bulk of this like, obviously because she's yeah. Alita but like she really elevates my entire experience just yeah. by her being cast you know it's funny I feel like Christoph Waltz does that for me in all the films in this film like he s- took a step back so she can yeah. which is fucking amazing no and I think I yeah. think that was very intentional and like I'm sure working with Christoph Waltz she probably asked her a few <laughs> questions <laughs> asked him a few questions but like he was a really great supporting character because she just like through and through I think understood this character and like delivered tenfold yeah. on top of what anyone expected. This version of the character. Yes, correct. Um, I have a lot more, but I don't want to take up the in- entire time as well. Like I want everyone else to Oh my God. Tom, do you want to continue that point you had a minute ago about... The rollerball? Yeah. Uh, motorball, whatever the fuck. I don't know. I just felt like Robert Rodriguez does that a lot where he plays with kids and he does a lot of like cool action sequences. Like, But it's not like the, the actual motorball game that Alita was in, but it's like fun. Yeah. And it felt very much like... like I don't know. It felt like very like nineties. Yeah. Like Playing some softball kind of sport. in the street kind of yeah. thing. Yeah, and yeah. It felt trying like, to bring back rollerblades. It felt good. It felt really <laughs> good, good to job. see like a like kids playing in the street. You know, with yeah. the fire hydrant going off or some shit, and double dutch going. It, like it felt very cool. And but also that's where the social like socialism social like learnings happen. Yeah, like you learn how to like 
play defensively or play aggressively during basketball by like playing on the street or playing street hockey instead of playing on the ice. Like the no rules kind of thing that mm-hmm. goes on. I really enjoyed that. It was like, um, it was just so grounded and it gave you a really good sense of just like everyday life, which was important to do for when you're trying to sell a CG character well, to an audience. Also, it worked really well for her. Like it introduced the to- the subject of mo- motorball, rollerball, what the fuck's called? Motorball. Yeah. And also it plays on a sick, a second part where like, Hugo puts his hand out to like pick her up like he did the first time and then she says no. And I was yeah. like, it's a, it's a really cool, de- it's a good development because yeah. like he picks her up once, she needs it. The scene. She picks her up again, she doesn't need it. The scene yeah. does multiple things. Yeah, it's really, really good. Um, But that's not my favorite part, but go on, your favorite part now. Hmm, there are a few. Um, And of course, I'm going to blank the moment you put me on a spotlight. Um, well, you're there. I really <laughs> like the moment where she's waking up with her body and she just like touches her lips for a minute. And oh, then her she yawns. fingers yeah. well, yeah, she yawns and then she touches her lips and then her fingers like stay there. And to me, that red is like, because I don't keep, you know, if I'm gonna yawn, it's gonna be there for like a second, and then I move it. But it's almost like her body was like realizing it was there mm-hmm. for a minute. Yeah. And I thought that was really it was teeny tiny, but I really liked that that, that happened. And how her eyes like open and you see the pupil dilating. I was like, oh, yeah. That's really good. Yeah. Because there's no saying how long she's been in that pile, right? She could have been buried and just happened to come to the 300 room. years. She yeah. She 300 just, years she's been in well, that pile. Yeah. There, at least. She could have been up there for 300 years at this point. We don't know yet. That's true. But, uh, and then they could have done tests on her and dumped her when they didn't have anything good. But like, there's mm-hmm. a possibility that she has been there for 300 years. Yeah. You know, so. Yeah. To awaken after that is kind of traumatic. In a sense. And that and that her yeah. heart was beating in her hand as she was holding it. Oh, little detail, yeah. Oh, the the little details that were great. Cool. I mean, yeah. I liked to- that the ending on that scene because that scene was like a lot for me at first. I was like, <laughs> all I could think of was that like overly intense, attached right? girlfriend meme where yeah. I was like, whoa. But then her saying that like, yeah, sorry, it was like okay. That, yeah, that, that was that really intense. Uh, <laughs> but to add to that scene where she's first waking up, like I liked it when she touched her like chest part or her clavicle. Like you could see the compression mm-hmm. of her finger. I was like, oh my god. I know, I know. The it's details like, do, so yeah. good. It's like do the CGI, CGI me like your French girls. Oh my god. I like CGI is interesting because I think it worked really like really really well ninety seven percent of the time. There was a few moments where I was like, "Wait, what? That's that was a little weird." Like I can't think of anything specific, but there were there were a few moments where I was like, "Oh." So the fair parts are. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> it's on qualms, Ollie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but we'll uh, but just just because you were talking about um, the facial details and stuff like that, but um, one of my favorite parts were were both motorball sequences, like the skirmish. Yeah, the actual. Um, well, no, like um, the one on the actual track. On the actual track, where yeah. she goes to watch it and then participate the second time oh. where she participates. Yeah, okay. Like it was, it, you could tell it was just them having fun. Like Robert Rodriguez just wanting to have fun. Yeah. With with the movie, and it was really cool and fun to watch, like just the action of them racing and fighting with their different weapons. And I thought that was really cool. It kind of, in a, in the best possible way, it reminded me of like uh, of um, Phantom Menace. Pod racing, yeah, mm. oh, yeah. Okay. That yeah. sequence is still to this day. I've watched it recently. I'm like the pod racing, they could do a whole movie on pod racing. Yeah, and I would watch. So I was it. like, oh, because they all have their Anthology. different pod racers and all that stuff. So it was cool <laughs> to see that. And we had just finished playing Anthem. That 
that afternoon. Oh, so oh. a lot of it looks. So I was like, yeah. "Ooh, that's a cool color combination." I'm gonna put that on my job. <laughs> <laughs> so they're gonna there put that a, on my Mac. So it was like perfect. We like, got out of the movie, fodder. and he was like, "I think I want to make mine like that green one." Yeah. Oh, the one <laughs> like, that got split into millions of pieces. <laughs> yeah. With the grind cutters, but it had awesome colors. Okay. Um, the, awesome pieces. The the scene that sold me on this movie was the bar scene where she goes to the hunter warrior oh yeah bounty hunter bar and uh first of all humiliates francis but then like beats the shit out of everyone else yeah uh that was the scene where i was like this is this is what i signed up for Mm -hmm. like this this alita is the one that i've been wanting to see this whole film and They did not disappoint. That whole scene was fucking phenomenal. It was really good. Her fight scene was badass. She, like, kicking his sword to over over Francis, um, and the dog guy just laughing the entire time while mm-hmm. it was happening mm-hmm. was the greatest yeah. thing yeah. in the world. The dog guy was probably one of my favorites. Too. Oh my god, he's a chill little white guy with a beard. Is of course yeah. gonna be my favorite. <laughs> yeah, he's actually the pilot from Lost. Yeah, he is. is I he? was like, oh, that that guy. He's oh. in a bunch of stuff. I mean that that he bar familiar that bar scene. I mean. What I loved about it was, you know, it's she's so sure. Mm-hmm. And even if the whole world is still kind of catching up, so to speak, to like she's not somebody to that you're going to mess with. But it was just cool to see like she was still delivering her speech. She was still trying to rally the troops and all this kind of stuff. Yeah. And then she whoops some yeah. ass. Mm-hmm. Telling Hugo, I'm going to need you to stand back. Yeah. Way, Way back. back. Um, Thank you. <laughs> I, I so know. Sweet. So polite. It's a PG-13 movie, I believe. Oh, is it? Is. Oh, yeah. Is it? You're going to say my the, favorite part. I have one, it written right here. This is my favorite the part. one part I just thought was so badass is when she pulls herself up by her fucking arm. And jumps And with her arm. jumps up with her arm and jams her hand into his face. Oh, she his says, fuck, fuck your mercy. And just. Yeah. Well, she does it first. And then she's hanging there. And she's like, yeah. fuck your mercy. And, and breaks her arm off. I just. Grushka. They got their Grushka, one. Thank you. They got their one in there. Their one F bomb. Their one F bomb, and I was like, mm. "It was the best one." Which it yeah. was so good. I'm saying there is a fucking league of like the best F bombs you can drop in a PG-13 movie. Mm-hmm. Like I know Saved is one of them. Yeah. Like, yeah. It's with Manny Moore when she finds out she's pregnant and she just goes in front of the church. She's like, "Fuck!" <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like really like in in uh, in first class where Wolverine says "fuck off" like yeah. one time, like really yeah. well placed F bombs. Yeah. Like make, they have to place them well. Yeah. They have to use them. They're like you can't just squander this. it. Yeah. yeah, which I know it's like oh that feels so good. Versus like when you see an R rated movie, it's like oh they just say it. F bombs so, everywhere. They normalize it. it and, then, weird. and then as as soon as that happens, uh, Ito and Hugo come down, and then the dog guy sicks his dogs on him. Yeah, mm-hmm. love it. Doesn't like dogs. I, yeah, I don't Break understand. Off. No, like dogs. I like that. Too. I don't Break like off. it. No, um, he says I hate that. Yeah, I hate that. <laughs> he's not a dog. He says he's not a dog person. I hate that. Yeah. Rightfully um, so. That made me love him so much. Yeah. He's um, the best. Anytime um, Alita is basically discovering her powers. I mean, that first when she's going out to save, like, um, she thinks Dyson. She thinks that she's stopping him from doing bad stuff. And then she fucking whips ass. And she's like, and even before that, when she the when we're meeting Hugo and she just, she does this like rolling and thing and like she's discovering her like, she's kind of discovering, but it's just like, the muscle it's second nature. It's, yeah, it's, it's so born identity. It's, like, it's when his yeah. friend like tries to elbow her in the face, and she yeah. just like flips him. Yeah. Like, oh shit. Um, so it's it, it, just seeing that, and I'm. I really hope that there is a sequel because I would love to see the a part. fruition. She's of, essentially brick, and Anchorman. Where'd you get a hand grenade? I don't know. Like, <laughs> where'd you learn to do all that shit? 
I don't know. Well, <laughs> I would say the pitch for this is Born Identity meets Ghost in Shell meets Blade Runner. serious, Tom. I'm just saying. Oh <laughs> I'm not going to go to someone and be like, look, do you want to see Brick Tamblin from Anchorman be a badass for two hours? Go see Lee. No. Well, <laughs> of course, I'm, that's not so, what I meant. Some people pitch stuff DVD. like that. Yeah. Um, that's true. For me, my favorite parts are, it's I, I call this one collective, is every time she looks in the mirror. Mm-hmm. Uh, she does it when she first wakes up. She does it uh, the second time when uh, she. What the f- when she's fighting for the first time and she yeah when she yeah she fir- an inch in front of the mirror she uh, yeah first figures out like who like, she is, um, and then the last time where she's about to go like actually be the grand winner mm-hmm. and then she slices her tear in half yeah which is like, that that was really was cool. Awesome. I mean they all have different points of her life where it's like birth. And then life, and then rebirth. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And so, like, this this film attempts to do a lot of things. It's attempting to make an entire book into a movie and jam packing yeah. like an entire world without like having to do a fucking long narration piece at the beginning of the movie with like a montage. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I give it a lot of credit for like for what it tried to do and like try to do it in a conducive way where it's like telling you as you're going along. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but. That was like really like, this is good. This feels good. This is mm-hmm. this is more than just like a stu- like it's it's trying to be a little bit more than just a dumb Hollywood blockbuster. Which yeah. it's a Hollywood blockbuster. I'm not gonna you know it's a popcorn flick. But then it, it tries to do a little bit more than that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. Um. It doesn't go into the existential like humanity yada yada because it's already past that. Yeah. It doesn't. Do um. And then I think fucking her rollerball fight. Is, yeah. Or is yeah. is is top notch. It's yeah. like it, again. Can't take your eyes off the screen. It's yeah. yeah. It, Michael Bay. Take a note. Yeah, like seriously. <laughs> I fucking One lo- explosion. But yo, Michael Bay, I love you. I appreciate one. you. Bad boys, fucking, I'm excited. But man, like, I can actually see what's happening. And guess what happens when the one explosion happens? What? It's it's a big deal, and it's like yeah. you care about. That. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it causes her to it causes her to fall, and then the guy the, with the guy with the chain arm fucking yeah. grabs her. Yeah. But then like y- you see, yeah, every- there's only two explosions in the whole movie. Yeah, probably. Yeah. I think. Right. Yeah. Uh, if you I, don't count the little grenade things. Yeah. yeah, right. No, that's like <laughs> uh, that's napalm. That's that's yeah. Yeah. I mean, like, and that's the thing. You see all the action, which I love. Yeah. And I, I like the fact that she's high up. That was like something I was really concerned about going in because I knew it had these sequences. And like that scene, the big battle in Ready Player One, like I couldn't follow anything. And I, f- I had to see it twice because I was like, I'm not sure what happened. And, <laughs> and I followed everything in this. Yeah. Easily. Well, yeah. Because on that point, we, we went and saw it again on IMAX. And I was really nervous to watch. Mm-hmm. I don't go see things on IMAX or 3D because sometimes things get like weird. Too much. Weird. I do see and IMAX. I was like, I usually do 3D. Whoa. I could actually tell what was going on even in this grand like IMAX 3D because you, yeah. sometimes you watch things and you're like, I don't know what happened, but I'm. I think it was yeah. cool. 3D still does that for me. Like even watching it the second time in the 3D, I'm just still like, I wish I wasn't wearing glasses. I like, saw you were like, struggling a little bit. I was like, because I wear glasses, so to wear yeah. those over it, I have to literally hold them in place for the whole movie. So I'm oh. a little biased that it's not a great experience for me, but it yeah. was beautiful. I will say this is one of those films that you should probably watch in 3D. And it was like subtle. It's not over, it was over subtle the 3D. Then. Yeah, it was yeah. just like mostly depth of feel. Yeah. Uh, and I just really wanted to see it. Pop. I don't know if you saw me. That. I was doing this a lot because I like to see like, that's not 3D, and then that's 3D. That's not 3D, and then that's 3D. Because like the middle frame is always not 3D. Right. And the one in front and the one behind it is. Because it's like, the depth okay. of field. So I was like, um, yeah, this is good. I also normally get sick with 3D movies, and this is the first time I have not gotten sick. The only that's other nice. one I liked in 3D that I've seen was the original Avengers in theaters in 3D. And I was like, because oh, they yeah. did the same thing. It was just mostly depth of field stuff. Mm-hmm. And I was mm-hmm. like, solid. Uh, nice. Last 
favorite part. There's the, there's a lot of favorite. I have one other one. So but, many. But the main parts. the main one that I can't take away that it, it makes me smile every time I see it is um, have an orange. No, no, mine's okay. have an orange, and then she bites the orange, and she has a like face. Like, <laughs> it's like I, I was just like it, taste receptors are working. It's so good because it's just, it's just such a like a nice real moment. Because if yeah. like you te- you give someone something that they've never learned how to eat the orange correctly, like you like and, it but then with the peel off, she like she acts very human. It's she bad. she, she acts or like a child. Like a cat a human brain. when they've smelled something that they hate, and they're like. But then she just leaves her mouth open. He's just like, okay, hold on. And I'm just like. <laughs> He uh, like it was a really good like establishing like father's father daughter mentality. Yeah. I was like, and then when he pops good. it in his mouth and he's kind of like, your tears a really cool connection um, yeah, to to see. I I I yeah, I loved the examining everything. Everything's working. This is work like really gently checking things with her without well, yeah. freaking well, out. Well, he says the lines like, well, let's look on the bright side. Your mm-hmm. tear ducks are working and then mm-hmm. he bites the orange and he, yeah. like, um, he motions to it. It's like it's a really sweet I had, moment. I had two other parts I really liked. The first one is. Uh, uh, Vector's death scene and how yes. uh, so Nova is speaking through him at the time yeah. and she stabs him and says to Nova you lost another puppet and she pulls it out and he just looks down and smiling goes well that looks fatal and, he just, <laughs> and he's smiling as he's falling like, to the ground and dying and shaking and like yeah. so like because Vector's not there right it's all yeah. Nova yeah. and he's just like it freaked me out it like legit was like this makes me feel uncomfortable that he's smiling and joking. <laughs> oh, I love that. I know I, I loved it, but like in in the best way, it made me yeah. uncomfortable. like it should make me yeah. uncomfortable. Yeah. Um, also, that Vector didn't even know that he died. Yeah. Vector like at no all. Yeah. Um, the only other part I wanted to talk about, uh, or just mention at least, is when Alita calls Ito father. Oh, don't don't feel sorry for yourself. You're the only one built for this. And then thank she goes, you, "Thank you, father." And I was like, "Oh," and he doesn't react either. He's just kind of like. Well, because it goes really I'm well. Fine, with, it's fine. It goes really well with the scene before. Where it's like, whose body is this? And it's like, I named you Alita after my daughter. He's like, I'm not your daughter. I was yeah. like, damn. Yeah, my heart. <laughs> yeah. God so damn. That, when it came full circle, I was like, yeah. Josh. One more. Okay. It's when it's just before the Vector's death, death scene, and she is kind of breaking into the building and just fucking up those Centurions. That like, was so then, good. but my favorite part specifically is when she just picks up this giant Gatling gun and just drags it. And I'm like, when that started happening, I was like, what's she going to do? What's she going to do? Poor, poor deck man. And then when Rip she does through. it, I'm like, yeah. yeah. Thank you. Overkill. Yes. People, Thank you for yeah. doing that. Yeah. Like they're terrified of those. Like yeah. even yeah. there's only one or two out there when, when Hugo's dying, he's like, they'll kill both of us. I forget what and they're called. Like, you remember in Robocop? Centurions. Oh, In no. Robocop, those big, I don't ones. remember what they're called. Oh, no, okay, I don't remember what they're called. But I just know hopefully I was Centurians. Like, oh. <laughs> I just know in Family Guy they ask for your hall pass and school. <laughs> um, uh, yeah, but, but I, I think I like about that scene though is that it's short. Yeah, it's not like the Matrix Reloaded where it's like a it's fucking like, thirty boom, minute boom, long boom, fight. Done, scene. done. Well, especially it's not with, a fan film. Well, yeah. Well, especially with all like uh, four hundred like Centurions, it's just like yeah. boom, boom, boom. It's like it's really it, it's yeah. done. All the action you needed, it's kicks ass and moves on. Yeah, she kicks names and takes ass. Favorite characters. Favorite character. So we all like Alita, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. What? No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> so want to do favorite side characters? Yeah. Mine's a yeah. chill little white guy with a beard. It's a dog guy. Wow. Like, for sure. A hundred percent. Okay. And he, you know, he was so upset when okay, his hold on. dog died. Let's have a little fun. How about your favorite dog? Of favorite the, dog? Of is his. The, is the little one. He dies. Fang? So that's Fang. That's in, Fang? In yeah. 
that's my favorite one because I was like, he was sticking up for Alita because Alita gave him a sandwich earlier mm-hmm. and to a dog that is like a Wookiee life debt. Was it, was it a sandwich? It looked like a burrito. What it looked like a burrito. I, th- I thought it was maybe a sandwich. It was falafel. I thought it was, it was flatbread maybe. You know what? Yeah. I was going to say, it looked, it looked delicious. Like, it looked like this uh, beefsteak sandwich I used to get from this place called Soul Food and it's like flatbread on top. Anyway, yeah. uh, <laughs> if a burrito, sandwich, whatever it was, I don't give a shit. She gave him food and he was about to do it and then Got killed. And, um, uh, very so, but hold on, I'll let you know. So in the manga, and I haven't gotten this far because I went to Twitter and talked about it. And um, apparently, in the manga, Ido brings him to life. <gasps> the dog, yeah, brings him back to life. In the manga, I don't know yeah. about in the movie. It's, it's not gonna happen in the movie. But yeah, they needed him to stay dead for the movie. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah so they could make the advertising so I think, horrifying. What's the dog guy's name? Does he have a name? Uh, I don't know. That guy. In in here, the dog just comes in. There's no dog guy. There's they, a baby. They called him something. Yeah, it was they, Tiberius f- or something. I forget what his name is in this. But I just picked a the, name. The I the hope dog it's right. lord. Western dog guy. <laughs> Tiberius the dog lord is my favorite character. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. I like it. It's fine. Yeah. Uh, Anyone else? Um, I will just jump on. And I liked Dyson. I, I mean, of course, it's... The fan? It, the, Edo? No, that's Edo. a vacuum. <laughs> oh, yeah, I, know. Right. I was just going to say, like, little, un, a little known fact, he actually invented fans and yeah. vacuums and traveled back in time. Wow. No, and you're thinking of the 8-pound Oryx. Dyson Edo is actually the last vacuum yeah. of t- Iron City. <laughs> <laughs> he is the, the, uh, the final form of but a no, vacuum. He's, Christoph Waltz has, is such a warming yeah. presence in this. And, like, I'm not used to seeing him as, like, a warming presence because yeah. he's not in Inglorious Bastards and he's not warming in in uh, Django. Well, he's funny and he's jubilant but he yeah, kills think, a bunch of people. Yeah, that's yeah. the thing is that he it's kind of like he, his acting is like deceiving in that way where he comes off very lighthearted and fun and and like especially in Django like the He's talking scene. about murdering people and yeah. slaves. Like and- one of my favorite <laughs> scenes in that movie or my favorite scene in that movie is them in the saloon yeah. having yeah, a beer. Yeah, he gives it the beer. Like that was a like that's what I'm used to, and then seeing him in this actually be warm, like a warm. It's like yeah. a sincere nice dare, instead yeah. of like a juxtaposition. Yeah. I'm right. not familiar with the original, but dare I say, he'd make a fucking really good Geppetto. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Yes. Holy balls, yep. right? Very wow. Much. But, I'm, but I'm not. I don't know the actual Pinocchio story. Disney. I know you're making Pinocchio. So. I know the Disney. Yeah, probably bastardization. Um, of it. So <laughs> it's yeah, much dark. Uh, Dyson, I uh, Dyson you know, Edo. I really, really enjoyed. Uh, he was just so. He was so sweet, so supportive, just so, and a badass too. I yeah. think, like, um, kind of a secret badass. When he's talking about being a hunter warrior, and he's like, uh, "What does he say? What's the phrasing he uses?" Where he's like, "It's not a glorious, no, not glorious, but uh, it's not a selfless job, or whatever, yeah. whatever that phrasing was." It's not noble. It's not a noble. That's what it is. It's not, it's not a noble job. And I you're take like, the money. Yeah. So he can give people free repairs because he's a nice guy. Yeah, it's keep the clinic open. That was also when in the bar when he's like, "Stop it! Or no more free repairs!" And everyone <laughs> stops. So I was like, "Oh shit." Um, and also the look of Zapan. Zapan. That was. I was gonna say like a, do a bonus. Yeah. And we that's do my favorite. favorite that's my favorite side character. Actually, that's my answer. Yeah. Zapan. Zapan. Yeah. I just loved his design. His design yeah. is honestly like, what is cool. my favorite. It reminded me of Jude Law's character in AI. He. Oh, that design okay. is super different than the book. The I'm only sure. thing they got from the book that's really the same is that little weird symbol on his head. Huh. Because like, if you see, there's a lot of like Hispanic or Latinx yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, look, which I'm like. Robert Rodriguez, baby, you put it mm-hmm. on a British guy. I don't, I don't get it, but I get, it. I, I love it. <laughs> like this, like Tyler giant back. back. It's like yeah. it looks like a kind of like a like a Mayan skull. Yeah, thing. yeah, yeah, yeah. I fucking it that was a little dope. faux hawk thing. That yeah. was so cool on a British guy, which I, I don't get, but don't, I love it. Yeah, I don't know. I don't understand why it was on him, but the little you know, 
Yeah, yeah. yeah that. In, in, that's he, in, in the book, he has like spiky hair and he looks like a regular, like regular punk. Oh, I don't think he should have been has uh, a sword. He should have been played by Danny Trejo. Oh! No, no. You know who should have been played by Danny Trejo? Garushka. Oh. oh, yeah. But then well, also, I liked, I liked Garushka a lot. I did. Yeah, yeah. Like as a villain, he's pretty good. Uh, what's that actor's name? Rorschach? Uh, yeah. Freddy Krueger. I'll call him Freddy I'll Krueger. I'll remember it. Is Jamie Earl some some? Uh, yeah. Haley. Jackie Earl Haley. Might have been more Shout intimidated out. by him if it was Danny Trejo. Trapped in you with me. Yeah. <laughs> That's what Jeez. he says in Washington. Uh, Kaylin, you're the last. I, I think. Oh, and Tom. Did Ali say words? Yeah, Zapan. I said Zapan. Oh, too. both of you. Oh, oh yeah. Sweet. What the fuck's wrong with you? you? Guys are evil. Uh, Tom. Hey. Uh, well, you normally. That doesn't mean I like. It doesn't mean I like Zapan. Like Zapan. Kaylin loves Zapan. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. We're gonna start singing the K I S S I N G song now. I was gonna say F U C K I N G. Well, I was gonna say K I L L I N G because yeah. he's a hunter warrior. I actually uh, align with his morals. So. I'm into that. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You comfortable now? <laughs> Before we Good. do, um, Ito. Ito is like when she, like uh, Hugo, Hugo, whatever the fuck, he's like getting his body fixed, and then Ito just. Like that, with, yeah. like he just moves with his hand, like just pointing towards, like let's go see him. It's such like a dad move. Yeah, and I was just like, like I fixed it, but come like, on. Like it was so weird. I was getting such like this like imprint version of my dad onto him, where mm-hmm. it's like there's a lot of same, similar things. Like my dad's pissed. I came home late, but there's still food waiting for me. But he'll like lecture me while I'm eating. Yeah, and I'm like I don't want to eat anymore. <laughs> or like don't do this, but he'll follow me anyways. Or like, are we going? Are we not going? And then he'll just point to the car and like I guess we're going. Like I was just like. Man, this is really like it's so good. Shout out to my Kempo karate teacher of fifteen years, Robert Ito. Keeping it strong. I thought of you the whole time. <laughs> shout oh, out shout out to my to my dad. You don't listen to this, so it's whatever. Shout out to dads. Shout to out to dad. dad. You're good. And Robert Ito. Um so, yeah, Ito. And then to Qualms. Qualms. Tom's favorite part. Yes. Wee. Let's talk or about Where's your favorite part of the rating? I don't know anymore. I like both. Okay. Because okay. it allows us to like things, but also be uh, to critique them, not criticize, but to cre- allow us to analyze them, look at it, and still like it at the end of the day. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Like, you can't love things blindly, or else yeah. it'll hurt you in the end. If you yeah. love things understandingly, then you know it'll never hurt you. Yeah. Um, Can I start? Go ahead. Because I don't normally. Josh will be qualms. like, I hate the whole movie. The whole thing. No. Okay. So I have three qualms. One, Often and talk. because I am. Um, I knew it. I'm a dad oh. of yeah. fur babies. Uh-huh. Um, oh. Hell yeah. I, pound it. The, fur baby the dad. Dog, pound the babies? Yeah. The dog dying, I just, I just, I understand the the dramatic kind of reason because it I actually don't. inspires her to be even more badass, but I just. Should have just killed I, Hugo. Or that. Or I that. I agree. That's not what I was going to say. <laughs> um so there was that. Um, so just I unnecessary just, in general. I just thought it was unnecessary that he actually had to die. Like yeah. it was just like. Or she. Or she. Because she know. was already looking for him. So it's not like yeah. it spurred on. Yeah. Um, much. Yeah. I get that. Yeah. Um, okay. It- so Hugo gets killed. Yeah. Saved. And then, of course, we don't know. There's a sequel. We didn't oh, see a ba- We didn't see a, a death. Show we me didn't the see the body. So he could still be alive, but I was like, that happened, and he fell, and I was like, you should have just killed him the first time. Like, oh, why bring writers? him back? Like, why bring him back? Probably and because of what's going to happen in the next couple of yeah. films. But. So it's like, yeah. <laughs> it is what, that's just, I have to take this movie 
for what it is. And yeah. it's a solitary I, thing. To add to that, so I haven't finished this. And this yeah. pretty much has a, mo- a majority of the movie in there. Yeah. And it looks like it has that part where like his head gets chopped off and blah, blah, his robot body. I haven't seen like yeah. where he dies or anything like that. I haven't seen a lot of shit. Mm-hmm. Like they don't explain like him until like after Garushka dies. Yeah. So it's a very, it's, it's a lot of it's adapted. Adapted. So like adapted is adapted. Now. Close, though. Those most a- of the letters a- were there. Adaptatorizers. Um, but taters and eggs. Um, yeah, I, I think they just want to stick close to the source. But yeah, I agree. Yeah. I get I get that. Um, and then my last qualm, and it's kind of a biggie. Um, I know that it's beautiful, and I know that she is great. I do not understand why Alita has to be a full CGI character. Hmm. That it's just something for me for some reason. I just, I'm I'm actually on that boat with you as well. Yeah, because um, there think, were other cyborgs that had. Yeah, yeah. You want to finish human, yours and go to yours. Human faces, yeah. but you can go ahead and tiger pounce on. Oh, um, well, like I mentioned before, uh, most of this movie, a vast majority of this movie, looks amazing. Like, yeah, like to see you work. I was like, oh, about to see her. What they did when she's wet when she goes under. Yeah. Water and stuff. Oh, she's going to come good up. Time. Good save. Good save. Let good me. Save. <laughs> <laughs> no, no. When she's wet. I mean, underwater. <laughs> well, good save. Good save. Good save. Nice. Good. <laughs> Anyways. You laugh. Uh, yeah. Uh, she rises back up and then you see her with wet hair and all that yeah. stuff. You see her wet twice. Yeah. Under rain. Yes. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I don't know where your brain is going sometimes. Anyway, so. Ali. <laughs> but yeah. that. So when those moments happen, that's pretty amazing. But again, I'm conscious of that. I was conscious of that while watching it. Because I was like, it's like I'm giving it a test. It's like I'm testing it throughout the entire movie to see like. Does it look good? Does it look good? Are you, uh, are you screwed up? Uh, You know, like that kind of thing. So Um, you came at it with baggage a little bit? A little bit, I guess. Um, Preloaded baggage? I did not have that. The fascinating thing about this, and I couldn't stop thinking about this uh, paradigm or whatever, was I didn't think about, I don't think about this at all with most other movies. Like mainly, you're gonna say Marvel like movies. Marvel movies. Yeah, I was like, you're gonna say. I was thinking of Thanos. Mainly. So like the difference, I guess, between Thanos and her for me is that Thanos isn't a human, right? So it all looks foreign. But Good now point. you're looking at someone who's ninety percent what we are yeah. used to looking at, so it's gonna stick out mm-hmm. quite a bit more. Yeah, but that, and, that's also wrapped. But I mean, that's I guess that's my yeah, only yeah. insight but to that. that. That was all. That was also wrapped in, uh, like me being curious as to why she had to look the way she did when it's adapted to film. Like you could just have the actress be the actress. That was kind of part of it too for uh, me. But okay, I'll, I'm sure I'll, there's an answer for it. Well, we'll discuss a little bit. Yeah, yeah but and I know I mean, like I this the, is a, you're talking about the, the face mostly because the body is yeah a, the totally body's CGI. normal. It's a robot body, right? Right. But her face, um, but yeah. her face, like no, even the she's design, not a butterface. Don't like, call why it. Why couldn't she just be the actress? Why did it have to be with the anime eyes and that whole pack, like that whole thing? But mm-hmm. I think that was like the question the internet asked when it was first revealed and I'm sure there's an answer for it, but it's also, I'm sure James Cameron just wants to like have fun and like make something that looks make good. It look yeah. like and Robert Rodriguez is not going to shy away from CGI as we know. Yeah. Uh, so, so they're just trying to make it look. Just yeah. Like so, that. so that I can appreciate. And I really did enjoy seeing her on screen, but there were like, those was... a couple moments where I was like, Oh, okay. She, that's, you know, looks a little, a little strange in this particular angle, but mm-hmm. it wasn't uh, really, I don't so even, you wanted a little more like ex machina. I guess. I don't CGI even know body, I regular face, right? Oh, sure. Yeah. So, Ed Screen and then that one blade chick. Or yeah. just enhance the eyes. I don't know. Um, but 
that didn't really. It, I don't. I don't really see that as a negative. Too like to, it's not really a qualm. I wouldn't it's say a discussion it's a qualm. Yeah. It's, a, it's a discussion. Point, Which yeah. I want to jump like on unless you have thing. another. Yeah. The other, oh no, go ahead. I was no, just you can go ahead. We can circle back to me. The only thing about that is that she's not. The other cyborgs we see are all Earth cyborgs, human cyborgs, half human, half whatever. Yeah. Right. And she is literally from Mars, mm-hmm. so they're meant to look a little different, like Valerian or or Avatar. It's it's just a different so that, species completely. So is that? So that's my question then. Yeah. Because I don't know if the maybe I because I didn't see it twice. So was that something that was like solidif- solid like why she looks solidly? Yeah. Well, at least I mean she's no, the whole Mars thing. Yeah, she's she's from the United Republic of Mars. Um, well, that yeah, but I mean, I guess that makes sense. So yeah. is her head supposed to be like a human head? It's all or like a like all, 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 that, all that style was all that the kind of is only because all, all her was, other her other uh, squad mates all had the same look. Yeah. Yeah. Who Which was that? Kind of leads played by Michelle Rodriguez. Mm-hmm. A.K.A. Liddy oh. from Fast and Furious. Was it really? Yeah. A.K.A. Uh, Last Zombie Girl in Resident, Resident Evil. Evil One. Shout out. Uh, that was that leads to my next qualm. So I don't know if you want to talk about the CG. Let's more, do all your but, qualms and then okay. we'll go to mine. Uh, so my other issue was with the ending and mm. it kind of leaving yes. it open to the degree that it did, uh, which would have been fine if if I felt like I had a like a good climax. With, I have a, I have a the same quality with Vector, and I've thought this through of how I would probably change it. Because I was like, okay, him killing Vector doesn't really impact her. Me in the well, scene. he didn't kill. Or Vector. I mean, I mean, uh, her killing Vector doesn't really impact me in the scene because it's it's Vector dying, not not Nova. And then I was like, she didn't really even inconvenience him that much. Like maybe if if yeah. she like blew up the building or something, or like. Started some larger domino effect because it's hard because yeah. he's he's a basically he a sentient being so to speak and he can possess people. Well, he's a godlike. Could have taken like it even if he took Doctor Sheeran like back with her, something like you know something took, in took there something from it like yeah. to like resolve the scene a little bit. Yeah. More. She did destroy the factory, which was where a lot. Well, of I guess that, come that from. that's that, but deal. that's not yeah yeah. My but, issue isn't even there. My yeah. my big issue is is where it ends. And how it does it, right? So, yeah. um, because I like the idea. If it's, I mean, obviously, if it's going to be a multiple movies, I I don't need closure to it. But how you leave me is is very important, mm-hmm. right? So, um, for me, right, she the thing with with Hugo dying the second time is it very quickly happens. Like suddenly, it's very she kills soon. Vector within like a span of like five minutes. She kills Vector. Hugo dies. He falls, and then it's a time lapse to Six she's the later. champion. Yeah. yeah, and for me, I think what would have left me more excited was for her to come back home, right? Yeah. After losing Hugo, yeah. after doing this thing, coming back home and being so determined that she's going to get up there, that she's going to go register as a register a as the motorball. Like you want to know like a, a pre, that, you that an explanation yeah. of like yeah. I don't really want to miss this the the motorball stuff. Yeah. Like I, I like that she gets to the champion. That's the route so she's gonna forward. go because I think that's fucking awesome. Yeah. Um, but I would have liked to see the like talking, maybe talking, to maybe one more scene with Ido at the end where she decides I'm gonna do something about this, and she goes and she's like, I'm here to register for motorball or whatever, yeah. and then it cuts well, out. And to it, you me, know, that would have been. And if it good. came back to the her with the sword pointing up, yeah. like without the like buildup of her in the locker room or whatever, like cut all that out, put the registration before it, and then at the end. No, I think no, I don't want to end it. None, none I of don't, it at all. I don't want to. That there. would probably be in, in next the second movie. movie. Next movie. That's what he would. Because what I noticed was there was I was like, there's got to be when you do a time jump like that, you've got to be there's got to be a reason for it. Yeah. But literally, the only thing that happens after the time jump 
is she, her pointing her sword. Well, no, she's about to get sent to Zone. Yeah, yeah, but you, you know, but it doesn't like. But to, nothing t- to take it back really. a sec, if she was just like maybe she's at the registration, they're like, "What's your name?" and she's like, you know, Alita, and then it's just like boom, like the credits roll. Credits. Like I would have been so happy with or that. What's your name? Oh, and then the. Okay, sorry. I just want to make sure. It's like, kind of like in a like what? my view of it. Sorry, uh, my view of it is like, what's your name, and then the title goes. Yeah, that's goes fine. Okay. Yeah, that's too, either that's, way, it's, whatever it's, it is. It's like in a end of uh, Avengers Ultron. You know her plan. You know what she wants to do, and you're excited to go through that adventure with her. You didn't miss it. I yeah. felt like I missed a big part of her adventure there. Yeah, which well, isn't me, necessarily a bad thing because I like where they're going and I yeah. want to see more. But For them cutting forward, I would expect that they would. Um, go that extra mile and show you Nova yeah. and show you the city and, and the people. But I it. think this might be but how you felt with, with Lord of the Rings. So, yeah. Oh, well, I mean like for me, but like, for me, that's the opposite. Like that's a badass where I'm like, Fuck so yeah, for me, like I've already seen all the motorball I need to see. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like that's how I see it. Like, Oh, what more are you going to show me more explosions or more, more pieces flying? Apart, or like right? her in an actual game would be cool. Yeah. So I'm I mean, going through now. I mean, I also, it could be a five minute or like a, minute sequence montage in the first and so that leads me to the kind of idea like i'm thinking that the and again it depends if they get a sequel or not i think they're going to get one um is that the second film starts off exactly at that moment like right when she's about to start her final fight her final match before she gets sent to zalem yeah because you start out with an action either either way that's how i would like the next movie to start there not the first one to end there yeah um yeah and i get that um to your point of the cg though my like i feel like you have a overall concept idea of like this is a interesting concept mm-hmm. for me specifically like i don't like how her face looked like in like three part three part three parts yeah one when she's on the bike with hugo second time is when she's climbing it after hugo and the third time is when hugo falls yeah. <laughs> and i'm like <laughs> every single of those times her face looks more feline like and i didn't like it and i was just like that's what i meant yeah. but also i was kind of thinking i was like it's a combination of i'm probably that's probably how the actual rosa's face looks like sometimes Combined with that, it's like That's it's literally yeah. the cacophony between the two, and you're accentuating the the facial features, yeah. so you're gonna notice uh, it more. Um, for me, I think, and this is me, right? I don't fucking hang out with Jim and Rob, um, <laughs> and John. Um, but I think the real reason they made her all CGI, or at least her face wise, is because they wanted to kind of show a little bit more faith towards the source material, yeah, and show that you can sell an anime face. Mm-hmm. And like it doesn't have to be like Scarlett Johansson playing a Japanese character. Mm. Fair, you know yeah. what I mean. Like they yeah. can sell like a Sailor Moon looking girl. Yeah, they could sell a Powerpuff Girl looking girl. And like I think it also helps because the entire time you are cognizant that she looks different than every other robot. Well, interesting. Or so you brought that up. What's the? I'm, I'm I'm interested now with the ethnicity of the actresses. She's Hispanic. What? So that interesting. So if it wasn't CG and it was her cast, there probably would have been something yeah. about that. And so, better not being yeah, Japanese, Japanese or what? Well, I mean, instead of making her look just more like it, that's also another discussion where it's like, yeah, it's anime, Ghost in the Shell, yeah, it's Scarlett Johansson, but is that supposed to be Tokyo? I think I think it, it is. is in, it isn't Ghost in the Shell, bad yeah. example. But that's a, that, well, no, but, but also Ghost in the Shell is a whole bag. Like, of it's a whole bag of things. But yeah. The creator didn't even give a shit about the that. The creator said like she's a Western woman. No, this is all in Iron. City. But where is Iron? City? It's in the United States. Okay. Yeah. So, um, but like, uh, and all the. So, like, if you're talking about the adaptations and shit like that, like, the Berserker body is not from Mars. It's more of a European thing because it talks mm-hmm. about, like, Berserkers and Vikings and shit like that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And so, like, there's there's other things that got ad- adapted. So, like, it's not Gruishka. It's Makaku. It's uh, her body's destroyed beforehand. It's, there's no talking, like, the body was a daughter's body. Like, those are all things that they added to it, which I'm like, those are really good 
ass. Yeah. yeah. Um. Anyways. Um. So yeah, is that yeah the C- plot? The plot and the story was was fine for the most part, and and I was really enjoying it. There's a couple cliche things, like her boyfriend being, you know, the cyberjacker or whatever the street hell. rat. Yeah. Well, it's opposite him, Aladdin. <laughs> it's opposite. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's it's that cliche of like of him doing the thing that he knows his his girlfriend's not going to like or whatever. And then as soon as it happened, I was like, yeah, she's going to find out and she's going to be mad about it, which I appreciate that they didn't really like spend too much time with her being mad about it, but still so far something that, and again, in, in, in the book that I've read so far, like it doesn't even talk about him at all. Yeah. And in, and yeah. even at the end, it doesn't even show like that was a big part. Mm-hmm. Wow. Like, so it's, it's the like, Hollywood version. Yeah. Cause I mean, like talk about our other podcast trope time. Um, it's a trope, you know, yeah. like, and I mean, there's the thing. It's like, I was reading it and I got to like the fight underground and I was like, I don't know where the fuck this Hugo guy is. Right. <laughs> yeah. And I'm like, why is he such a romantic character? But also like he's explained rollerball. He's explaining like Zalem. He's explaining how no one could get there. It's like everyone plays little Mr. Mr. Or Mrs. Exposition once or twice other than Alita. Mm-hmm. Right? It's interesting. Yeah. I didn't know that James Cameron was part of the, was one of the writers. Yeah. And it kind of makes sense. Yeah. Cause he does really simple stories. Very, like very <laughs> avatar. Well, yeah. I mean, it's also yeah. kind of like, simple to plot. me, it's a little alien too. Yeah. It's like very simple, but it's just kind of well done. Alien and, 2 and, had enough like other support, like positive, really great in-depth like character development stuff that helped it. Like but. the Marines dying for no Yeah. Um, <laughs> exactly. So <laughs> the thing about this film that it's interesting that you talk about, like it's really simple. There's something about it where like I like, but it's also, it's, it's, a, it's a discussion point. It's yeah. a pretty simple story. Of like a girl who's trying to find her place in the world and meets a boy and yeah. finds that every establishment's against her. So it's about the characters more, right? And but no, it's like it's it's we there's a there's so many movies that are just like that. Yeah. But this does it in the the foreground of the cyberpunk world. Yeah. I'll and it, it does it with like this cutting edge technology and as well as like there's the ghost yeah. of like we don't know what the fuck happened before the world's like this. Mm-hmm. And so it, it it's fun, but it's also like to me it's like very again like I said it's like very nineties. Mm-hmm. It's a very 90s filmmaking style, which yeah. makes sense because fucking takes James Cameron 12 years to make a movie. Yeah. So it's like the script probably took 12 years to write and it's like, this is it. Like, but I then, wonder if there's a, like, there's a scene on the cutting room floor or part of the script that got changed that like has her like getting some exposition from the Martian ship or whatever. That I would landed. fucking hate that. But <laughs> I'm just saying like, it would have given you a bit more context for like where she came from or who she, but, but maybe but I don't think, think this, is, know yet. this is where you and I like differ that, a lot of yeah. times. Like, I think for me, like I love not knowing mm-hmm. and I think you like something explained. So you're not always guessing. Right. And so, I mean, like it's a different type of movie. Experience. I just took it as that something we'll learn. In yeah. And movies. I mean, but I'm also a fan of being subtle with it. So yeah. I don't want to monitor. I don't want Jarvis explaining it to me for 15 minutes, but <laughs> I need, uh, something, you know, like a passing glance at something that's on a screen somewhere or I don't know. Like Ito telling her. So. <laughs> um, but I think those that, that's really my main qualm is just her CGI and her face looks a little off sometimes. Mm. Um, I don't care about the differences they made with the adaptation. So like in the book, it's not a dog's blood. They're just downstairs. It, they're down in the hole and it's like tar. Mm-hmm. And the dog doesn't That would have been fine. The dog hasn't died yet. But then the thing is about the dog dying, like I get how it's really in, like it's a little much. But I kind of, like, now that we've talked about it, it makes more sense that they do it. I still don't like it that much, but it makes more sense mainly because it's just showing how he's terrorizing her and, ter- and is, like, willing to do whatever the fuck he can to, like, pretty much get at her, mm-hmm. which is, like, makes you hate him more, and it makes you adverse yeah. to, like, the film. So I think I was annoyed from killing the dog more in that, like, there was 
and this is totally just a timing thing, but like the amount of time that it took for Grishka, Grishka mm-hmm. to like fire at the dog, there was enough time for someone to react in some way, shape, or form. Everyone reacted like after the fact. Yeah, but well, like, the only one who would would be Alita. Alita. Right. Everyone else said that, but they it's didn't. Not a problem. I mean, in that right. situation, I feel like they didn't know that this he guy was going to do that. That. Yeah. Right. Well, I also, guess I was just like. My like actual human instincts you're, when you're I saw what was happening. It, yeah. I'm yeah, I'm like putting my personal like pragmatism. When I saw it was happening, I like the moment his hand came up, I was like, oh fuck, get like, away from, get, get away, away from the dog, don't run that way. But, but then, but then because of that, I was like, wouldn't Alita or Dog Guy have that exact same reaction as me? Where like the split second where the hand comes up, where you can tell Grishka's about to be an asshole, like wouldn't that have? I don't know. And, that's and, and that's, well, I mean, what's funny is my side of logic room. goes, there's a part of, they're like, yeah, that guy's pretty fucked up. He's not that fucked up. No. But, but, because they're thinking past this guy. Right. They all know him pre his new body. Right. And so he might have gone a little crazy. And like, I have a feeling dog. that, yeah, that they, they're like, oh, he's one of us. He's a, he's a hunter. They all warrior. know him. Right. Yeah. yeah. And then that was kind of like the, oh shit. Well, and, but even then, Alita still would have responded, especially with her like Spidey sense battle reactions. Yeah. Like, there, I'm, I, I guess she is, my, she is across the room though. My right? qualm is that like she, I feel like it could have cut faster and had her like have any kind of reaction. Oh yeah, because the reaction when she comes back is like, I'm gonna put this on my face now. Like, mm-hmm. it was too deadpan. Like, I feel that sure. she should have been communicated her anger more rather than like oh, I'm gonna. I saw it as resolve. I saw it as yeah. like, I'm about to mess him up. And then yeah. and that, that's that, the way that, that I see her angry. I think to add to your point, yeah. like, <laughs> the way she is when she's actually downstairs, and she says, and this is where you're going to die, could have been done upstairs. Yeah, exactly. That's what, that's, that's what I'm trying to communicate, mm-hmm. is that, like, the timing where she she didn't react when he was obviously going to do something, and then, and then her reaction once she, mm-hmm. like, is putting the blood on her face of being like, way too calm. Yeah. Because that's where her anger should have exploded and could have built from there. But like, it was just too calm to me. Uh, Any other qualms? I haven't talked about any of my qualms. Go ahead. Um, So many. Besides the ending. Uh, These were just little things that took me out of the story. Um, The cell phone in her head bugged me. Uh, The fact that that wasn't uh, there for a lot of other points where I feel like it would have been used. Like when she was missing and he went to the bar to find her, like why didn't he just call her her head? And um, <laughs> so too late. I was thinking Why about it. I was like, call? maybe it's because she had she doesn't have the berserker body. I was like, but it's in her head. But like, does the berserker body have a cell phone number? But like, you know what I mean? Like, how did he? <sighs> I would have like so in the book. There's no there's no there's no phone. Right. right. So, so like, it's for me, I would have loved to either find a way around that or explain to us that now you can do this thing that that was would have saved some plot early on. Yeah. Um, the the guy who gets sucked in with the chain, who has the chainsaws for arms, where mm-hmm. he cuts a robot in half, but doesn't think to cut the chain or his legs that are attached to the chain, pulling him he into a grinder himself. off, bugged me. Yeah, because he's supposed to be a hunter warrior. Like he's supposed mm-hmm. to be a no. That's okay. that oh, he's a murderer. Not. I feel like Still. that would be a release. Yeah, you know, like disconnect the chains. Well, so like she, it's the other girl's chain that she wraps around his legs and she throws into the grinder. But he's got two hacksaws that he just cut a robot oh, okay. in half with, but the, he doesn't think to cut 
the chain that's pulling him in. Like that bugged me for some reason. I don't know why, but I both times I saw it, I couldn't stop thinking about that. Oh, what's funny is I it didn't occur to me because it happened so quickly. He probably didn't have time to react. Well, he's he does. Not, he goes ah, oh, and he cl- he claws away, and he even has time to start up his chainsaw as he's being pulled in. Yeah, but he's also not smart. Yeah, They're not but hunter warriors. He's also he's killed a, a bunch of people. Yeah. He's also a killer for hire. He's survived. He's a survivor. Yeah. So I don't believe that bit. That's all. Okay. Another another qualm that's kind of in the same vein is that when Hugo is falling, I and the second time I watched it, I looked to make sure she could have like grabbed his torso with, with her his legs. feet. Yeah. Oh yeah. With her feet. That's like, the thing. I was like, she could use her feet. Yeah, I know. Because I, like, I usually do that. I'm like, grab my foot. <laughs> Grab my feet and yeah. said, "Like I know those those aren't going to slip off." Oh yeah, off. I get what you're saying. The only time it's going to slip is because of you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I, I, the guy who played Hugo, man, I don't believe him in, in in at all. I I would have liked more, um, but it felt very Disney Channel original movie casting, and not yeah. not. I don't mean that in like a, exactly a great way. Um, and it, it it took me out of it. Like the lines where he's like. Uh, your girlfriend's crazy or whatever. And he was like, all right, I'll see you later. And she's not my girlfriend. Like I couldn't stand, I couldn't stand that. So like that, that relationship I just had an issue with because I, because of the, I don't think he was cast right. It, it, it prevented me from falling into that. Like the Ito and Alita one, I totally got because he's a father who's, who's lost his daughter. She doesn't like, he assumes that role immediately. Mm-hmm. Um, and that makes a lot of sense to me, but but the I, I had trouble believing the Hugo leader relationship strictly on the acting capabilities of the guy who played Hugo. Um, so I would have liked to see someone else in that. Yeah, I mean, uh, yeah, for sure, I agree with that. Um, I also didn't, um, uh, I, I didn't buy the chemistry between um, Dr. Shiri and, and um, Christopher Waltz. And yeah, yeah. They felt I think like they wasted so her. Polar opposite of like. In that role. Of, of like personality types. Yeah. Yeah. That, wow. I feel like. That's what divorce I mean, does. That, that now could, they are. Yeah. Well, now, now they maybe are. Now. Because we don't know. She got maybe a Divorce lot messes you up. Because I mean, after you divorce, and I don't the, think you're going to be lovey-dovey your, with the person your, you're divorced with. Your child died. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that, that can that can fuck some shit up. I feel like they, they got rid of her too fast. Like there should have been some kind of little thing. Because when she's like, I'm a mother and a doctor. And like, I feel Would like. Would you want her to get killed by the grand hunters like the dog? Well, she gets killed no. by Garishna or whatever his name is. No, or, or just a little bit more interaction because the only time we start to see her as like the person that she is that would have made more sense for her to be with Ido mm-hmm. is like when she's saying, I'm a mother, a doctor and a mother. And, and I, forgot I forgot that. that. Yeah. And that's all we get. And then she's dead. I well, just I mean, want to point that's out that she's not behind dead. It. Not dead, but right. now so. she has brain and eyes and hands. Yeah, I am upset about her hands. That's all you really are. So they would save that for for testing. But like, Uh, I I do believe that they wasted her in that role because I do like Jennifer Connelly a lot. I think she's a really talented actress. Um, She might come back. (laughs) She might come back, right? So, but in this in this film alone, I think that they either needed to make her part bigger or not have her arc complete yet. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't get enough of her character because I really was interested in that whole dynamic with Ito and her, and now her helping Alita. Like I, I don't know what it, I have again. I haven't read the, the manga, but um, maybe it goes. Like more if she had, there. like it, it's interesting that we're both trying to think of like how that final scene could have gone differently, um, to make it a bit more of a satisfying ending. And I think it, it could have involved like higher stakes in that mm-hmm. scene somehow, mm-hmm. and her, um, 
but of course the reveal is part of it, but yeah. um, her having like to save Alita somehow or help her in some way to redeem her character a bit more. I mean, then, she does, but then like after the fact, you mean yeah. after she says I'm out like one more time or something? Yeah, something. I don't know. I can see that. Uh, but I mean, that's it for me. Aside from what I talked about with the ending, um, I, I just had some issues with the the character relationships and some of the 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 acting uh, with with Hugo and his gang. Cool. Mm-hmm. So that brings us to ratings. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Or mm-hmm. you have more qualms. I do have more qualms. Okay. Let's, My, assume, the, let's, assume, let's get through the ratings so we can go to the qualms first. Uh, so I um, was bothered by how lush everything is outside of Iron, Iron City and how easy it is for people to leave Iron City and no one's living out there. Because there's no power. You don't need it, though. You make power. Like I mean, I, I guess campers don't I guess, mill with some water. Sure. Yeah, I guess it just bothered me because like live in the shadow of that city. The whole you, life. yeah, you're like, why would you stay there? There's so much scrap metal. You can go build a new people city live, over well, there. It's kind of like why people do people? Power why do people live in LA when they can live in Bakersfield? Right. Because that's where everyone wants to go so because they want to get to Zalem. Motor, but there are artist. people who live in Bakersfield. Yeah, and there's our automated tractors in outside of yeah, Iron that's City. True. Yeah. Right. So it's kind of like. No one wants to live outside because they want everything they want. A consumerist society is inside. Mm-hmm. Also, we point. don't know if there's necessarily like, other people. How that's many, true. That's well, true. We, you do. we don't know. You do. You see people coming in when they're leaving. Yeah. The, no. the border. It's like a little. That's true. There's but a whole also, line to come in. For one customs. car leaves and then five people are waiting to get in. So obviously the want to get out is not as high as the want mm-hmm. to get in. Fair point. So it's Fair built point. in. Yeah. And plus we like. also don't know what's out there. It may look lush, but it might be dangerous. True. And like. Because they call it the Badlands. So there, there has to be a. There's reason. also They're no defense. Great. To be fair, their entire civilization was almost wiped out by an attack. So the safest yeah. place to be is probably in the city. Yeah, yeah the Centurions. Now that That's I'm thinking right. about it, yeah. I didn't think about okay. that earlier because yeah. I was like, I was like on board. I was like, yeah, why isn't anyone living out there? But now I'm like, the earth shook, the sky burned. And yeah. one uh, city stood. Be like, that's probably where I'm gonna go. Yeah, live. that's probably <laughs> you're right. Um, rate. Yeah. Uh, yeah. two on Corey and two on Caitlin, and then one on one me. On, one on you. One on yeah. me. So Josh, I'll go first. Josh, you're first. Yeah, you always make Ollie go first. Reverse alphabetical. 3.8. Nice. Ollie. 3.9. 4.1. You. That, no, reverse alphabetical. <laughs> yeah, so me then. <laughs> both, time, both times. Both times. Uh, I was thinking about this. The first time I saw it, it was a three. But uh, having thought about it and seen it the second time... It's a 3.5. 3.9, yo. Uh, I was right. <laughs> I was right. Damn. Uh, Corey, yes. you're the grump of the week. Yeah. I, I'm still excited to see the rest. I have a lot of questions yeah. uh, and that I'm excited to answer. But It's a good thing that we want to see more. It yeah. just didn't hit a few yeah. notes. It missed a few notes for me. It makes all. me actually want to read more of the books. So like, yeah. I actually ordered volume two and it's coming in the mail. Sometimes. I would love to read the books probably. Probably like that more. Well, there's no old guy with dogs, so. Um, <laughs> I, well, do, never well, mind. I don't want to read it anymore. Fuck it. Never mind. But yeah, I, I do. I do want to. I do want to <laughs> say that there. The have any of you guys seen Repo, the genetic opera? Yeah. Oh, yes. I had such strong vibes about that when Ido was going out to save. Oh yeah. At, oh my god. The, yeah. All all I was thinking was, did they just like watch Repo, the genetic opera? And I wouldn't doubt that they have some this? inspiration from it. I'm sure. Robert Rodriguez is a very like grindhouse feel guy. So yeah, it was yeah. yeah. I just wanted to bring that up because I the the vibe from that was so strong. You know what you got me thinking of now? What 
Robert Rodriguez directing Repo. That would be Welcome to the Repo episode. Next uh, time. <laughs> Next time on Nerd On. Well, I feel complete. I feel I'm complete. feeling complete. Yeah. Are you complete? Yeah. yeah. Okay, cool. Uh, everybody at home, thank you so much for listening for... Yeah, I mean, I'm mostly thank you for. I mostly thank you. I'm mostly, I'm mostly thank you, thankful. and I'm mostly Corey. Thanks for watching. Um, <laughs> for listening, for sharing, for all the support that everybody at home shows us. Um, if you are new to NerdOn, you can check us out on NerdOn.tv. That's the website. Uh, we are on Apple Podcasts and anywhere podcasts are heard. Uh, drop us a, a, a review. Share it with your friends, your families, or as Corey says, your enemies. Because he said because I said it. Yeah, I didn't know that. Um, we do have a monthly newsletter. You can go to our website to sign up for that. We have another podcast, as Tom uh, mentioned earlier, Trope Time. It is oh, once wow. a month, first Monday of every month. Our friends Nikki and Izzy take you into the wonderful world of tropes and nerd culture. It's fun mm-hmm. stuff. But, um, yeah, that's it. You know the drill. As always... Nerd on! Ending broadcast.